0: Which of the great men had done the penance and what results did they get? Know in detail about meditation, hatha yoga and idol worship. Strange is world, mortal world it is called. Everyone is sad here, despite being devout. Sometimes offered water to sun, observed fasts sometimes, led their life as per their wishes. When the end time came, while leaving, blamed God, that God, you did not give us happiness. God, you did not give happiness. Come and hear us, as we reveal the secret that why God did not give happiness.
1: Every religion, every guru,
0: every sect is doing and makes the followers do penance, meditation and idol worship. But in the present scenario, it is not possible to undertake penance by a human being who is worried about his bread and butter. You are intelligent that this is not possible true guru is telling that sage Kanakarna undertook penance for two point two million years priyavrath undertook penance for eleven billion years and many other great sages have done penance for millions and billions of years in return of this penance they get to become kings and rule while ruling a king ends up doing poor deeds in lieu of which they then will go to hell and ultimately suffer in 8.4 million life forms. This means they will neither get salvation nor would any of their works come to fruition. Here, true Guru wants to tell that one will have to take refuge of Kabir Sahab and will have to adopt and practice the way of worship given by the complete saint in three steps, through which you will get happiness in this world, your works will get to fruition, grief will also be dispelled and at last, one will attain salvation for sure. Now listen to the discourses of St. Rampalji Ji Maharaj in detail.
1: Satsang Kema bait kar Koi baat chala or. This means when the discourse is going on Us papi, Atma ko teen lok nahi These words of God are spoken by this God servant as a speaker, as a tape recorder. The orders of God are going on and whichever soul doesn't listen to the same with attention, it is called as offender. That's why you should give a lot of importance to discourse and listen to everything with complete focus. Hail the true Guru! Hail Liberator God Kabir! Hail Liberator Garibdas Ji Maharaj! हेल स्वामी राम देवानंद जी गुरु महाराज सत साहेब गरीब नमो नमो सत पुरुष को नमस्कार गुरु की नहीं सुर नर मुनि जन साधवा संतो सर्वस दी नहीं गुरु साहेब संत सब दंदवतं प्रणाम The creator of all universes, this Kabir Sahib is the creator and father of all the souls. God Kabir comes here in each and every era. In every era, he descends from Satlok and destroys the spiritual ignorance present in Satan's world and brings to light the true spiritual knowledge. Under the influence of Satan and due to ignorance spread by Satan, every soul is filled with ignorance. After listening to folklore, everyone becomes thick-skinned. That time when God comes, we fail to accept that true knowledge of the Supreme God, because of which we remain trapped in devil's trap. Virtuous souls, once you get enlightened with this true spiritual knowledge, you will be able to see every thread of Satan's trap here. You will be able to feel every knot that for what reason he has kept us gripped. Then there will be a special yearning within you to attain that eternal father. God Kabir Dev Ji is that Paramakshar Brahma as told in today's discourse. He is that God who created all universes and who enters the three worlds and he is the only one who nourishes every person in the world. Out of spiritual ignorance, we could not identify our own true father and kept worshipping other deities which is refuted by our holy books. Who are the other deities? These three deities, Shri Brahma Ji Rajgun, Shri Vishnu Ji Satgun and Shri Shiv Ji Tamgun, and other 330 million types of deities who fall under them. God Kabir Ji said that, Guñ Tino ki Bhakti mein ye bhool sansar. Kahe Kabir Nij Naam Bina bhai kaise utro par, Pious souls? Our holy books are giving us the ultimate spiritual knowledge, but until today no one succeeded in understanding because of which we remained deprived of this treasure, of the money buried in our own house, of the true spiritual knowledge and whose negative effects we had to suffer. Our ancestors became ghosts and spirits, some are wandering in the life forms of birds and animals. We got the human life to fulfil only one goal, that is, attain salvation and get liberated from birth and death. But due to ignorance of spiritual knowledge, we end up wasting this time, despite being devout. So, pie souls, this is a hideous Satan's trap. God has endowed this servant with a special grace to deliver this true spiritual knowledge to His beloved souls. Support is provided by God. Power of Kabir Dev Ji is only at work. Else, in this bitter word, this bitter knowledge is bitter than quinine. But pious souls, today's society has become intelligent. We have the holy scriptures and the class of society which believe these holy books. The class which believes it to be true, like in Hindu religion, followers of Hinduism believe. In the four Vedas, Srimad Bhagavad Gita, holy Puranas, they all believe it to be very true. And that truth lied in these holy books from which we were deprived till date, one which we needed since long. So today those holy scriptures are available to us and all righteous souls are accepting it. And the wise is the one, for example, someone is suffering from malaria, then he will have to eat bitter quinine, else he will end up losing his life so the true spiritual knowledge is better than quinine it will get rid of disease of spiritual ignorance and the disease of birth and death will be treated with this only by souls apart from worshiping that one god one eternal god if we worship other deities if we worship brahma It's not worth attaining the salvation. It can't help you get free from the disease of birth and death. Pie souls, no home is happy, and everyone worships some or the other goddess or deity, yet they suffer terrible pain. This is because these deities cannot make any changes in you or your destiny. They will give you according to your deeds, you will be forced to endure only that, this powerful God Kabir can destroy your destiny, can put an end to your difficulties and will write your auspicious sacraments afresh. Maasa ghate na badhe, vidna likhe jo lek, aur sacha satguru meit kar upar We are confused, and we cannot follow the true path of devotion until our doubts are cleared. For instance, in Bhagavad Gita chapter 2 verse number 53, it is said that, Arjun, when your mind will move away from different confusing statements and will stabilize on true spiritual knowledge, only then you would become a sage, that is, you will become a devotee. Yogi means devotee, that is, seeker, true devotee. Now, pai souls, those who meditate in the Hatha Yoga, it is catastrophic for the soul. Like the Radha Swami, Dhandan Satguru, and these, Jai Gurudev sects prescribe to set you two and a half in the morning and evening. This is absolute nonsense. It neither lets you attain Samadhi, their knowledge is wrong. It used to take years of practice only. By sitting day and night, earlier bodies were healthy, weather was good, and doing the work of inhaling and exhaling at first, this body was trained by making their breaths extremely minute. And inside this physical body, nectar used to prepare, which was used in this physical body by doing exercises. It was called Amrit Kriya. In the present times, these are fake ones who are now telling about the same. So what happened after that, Amrit Kriya used to begin and that individual could survive without food for many years. Then they used to sit at one place. This means they used to do the circus when they had lifespan of millions of years. And they are emphasising on it because they didn't get anything from it. And then they used to sit down. These are channels set up in this body. Mool Chakra, on the inside of our backbone where it ends near the anus at the end. Two fingers up on its interior, the root chakra is located. It is inhabited by Ganeshji. Two fingers that is an inch upwards from there. Brahmaji's chakra is located, which is called Swad Chakra in spiritual language. After this, at our navel, in front of the navel at the back and on the inside of the backbone, there is a chakra known as navel chakra and it is inhabited by Vishnu and Lakshmi. Then there is a heart chakra exactly in the centre of the breasts, not in the heart. Here heart means the middle and along with the backbone at the back there is one heart chakra and is inhabited by Lord Shiva and Parvati. And similarly this is the throat chakra This is the throat at its back, not here. At its back, where there is the backbone, at its curvature, there is a chakra in its interior. So here is a lotus. This chakra has 16 petals this way. And there are chakras in our body through which activity, these have mantras which have been given to you. This is not worship. This is spiritual, practice, labor charges, to get free from here, we need to become debt-free. Then there is a trikuti lotus at the back, it is not here, it is said it is at the back side, where this vein goes upward along with the backbone. After that, one goes to brahmalok, which is called vein, the body's vein, but it appears like a way to a person. So what do these sages do? They practice meditation and then they remain seated for many years altogether. So at first they tried to make the body get used to remain without food. It used to take many years, sacrificing everything, 10-12 years. Then it takes a lot of time to practice ascending into transcendental flights how transcendental flights are attained. One of the chakras of that sage opens, some of his channel gets switched on, and whatever program is being telecasted on that channel, this soul keeps watching that channel. So what was done here, that is why one could sit in meditation for so long, else it's not possible for even a minute. This sinful mind does not allow focusing even for 10 minutes. Will it allow meditating you for so long, when you chant whichever is correct chanting even then? For how long it remains steady at that very moment? It tries to wander and Satan has no objection because a soul wastes its human life by sitting and meditating if you want you can watch a movie, in a theatre, or a television, or inside this human body. You waste your time in both the cases. So these sages did not find that true spiritual saint. It is derived from yajurveda chapter 40, mantra 15, that Om, mantra belongs to complete God. On the other hand, from Brahma, from folklore spiritual ignorance given by the devil. He made this ether, voice asking to do the penance, the way they used to do penance, by standing all the time. This was all nonsense, willfulness of the mind. We used to think that God can be attained only by this. Our turn cannot come. We cannot abandon our children and family and God can be attained only after giving up worldly desire. This was our thinking due to ignorance. Now in the light of spiritual knowledge we will get to know that those people were simply wasting their time. Damb kare dungar chadhe Damb, Damb means hypocrisy, they go and sit on an elevated place in a full lotus position, lighting up the place with a small fire to produce smoke, keeping the forceps buried, so that anyone from a distance should see, that a sage is sitting and we used to think that this is how God can be attained, out of ignorance. In this contents it is written in Sukshma Ved, Damb kare dungar Charhe. Dungar means an elevated place. They sit on a mountain, damb kare, dungar chadhe, antar jhini jhool, aur jag jane bandgi kare, wo bove shool babool. Oi hoi! People think that he is meditating, he is sowing thorns of babool for his future because their way of worship is opposite to holy books. Tapse raj raj mad janam tisre shukar swanam, tapeshwari so rajeshwari, rajeshwari narkeshwari, the more you undertake penance, the more you get to rule. The more you get to rule, the more you will be thrown in hell. Because, tapse Raj, Raj madmanam. A king is filled with so much pride that he fails to see anything, does not see what kind of punishments he gives. Do not know how many people he gets killed to ensure his reign remains safe. And then that kiddo must suffer all. So God says, Jag jane bandagi kare. For instance, at one point of time, there was a sage named Markande. He was doing penance in the Bay of Bengal. His subtle body went to the great heaven. On the inside, there is a divine vision. And that divine vision sharpens with spiritual actions. This divine vision also has a range. It has a capacity. So his divine vision had reached Brahmalok in greater heaven. There was Maha Indra and that place has more beautiful deities and goddesses too. So sage Markande was watching this movie of greater heaven from inside and he used to chant, Om with which you attain greater heaven, with this you get Brahmalok and they see what is available over there. Now, whichever sage had seen that there is so much happiness because they believe it to be happiness, singing and dancing, nonsense, embellishment, attaining a good post. So, sage Markande confirmed that there is such happiness and that can be acquired with this Om Mantra, chanting Om Mantra plus this forceful yoga, One acquires powers with this forceful yoga and it becomes penance. They get to rule in some life due to this penance, they become ruler of the entire earth, they may become renowned prime ministers of big areas, then the devil ruins them badly. And he believed that the way of worship he is following, he will go to greater heaven and will get to see the dance of these women and will get to enjoy them as well. Where did they get penance from? There is no instruction to do penance in any holy book. Holy book mean Gita and Veda, not in Sukhsham Ved. In spiritual knowledge which God has said, in Gita chapter number 17, verse number 5 and 6, it is said that those who abandon the injunctions of holy scriptures and undertake strict penance at their will, those demon souls, they trouble the heads inhabiting the chakras in the body, that is Brahma, Vishnu, Mahesh, etc. and me, they also have a demonic nature, so where did they get this forceful yoke from? There is a scenario in Sri Devi Bhagavat. In the third part, what they do, God has told and even this servant has informed you many a times, that Brahmaji tells about his origin to Narad, his son, that I was sitting on a lotus flower. I don't know where I originated from. There was an etha announcement to do penance. I did penance for thousands of years. Then it said start the creation. Tapo tapo Lokaracho Maya. Lokaracho Balamiri Maya. The same is said in Sukhmavit 2. Then Brahmaji said that there was an Etha announcement to do penance. I did penance for thousands of years, then it said start creation. Devil first creates their powers in them, he makes them atom bombs. Remote is in his hands. So Brahmaji thought that this ether voice to do penance must be of supreme God, and later he got the Vedas. Vedas do not support penance. So Brahmaji had added this devil's ether voice along with chanting the mantra Om while passing the knowledge to his followers, his descendants, the Brahmins. So here these sages started doing forceful yoga, based on some knowledge and some ignorance, as acquired from Brahmaji. He told them, I received an ether announcement from God, I did penance for 1000 years. Then it ordered to start the creation. This too they believed as the voice of Supreme God, whereas it was devil's ether voice. And on the other hand, he took chanting Om Mantra from there, in Gita Ji chapter 4, verse number 8, it is written that Arjun, if you remain seated at one place doing penance, then how will you survive? So, the point of saying is we are not supposed to do forceful yoga. Yajurve chapter 40, month 15, it is clearly said Om karteyu samar, kilve samar, or kartam samar. It means to chant mantra om while doing any work and chant with special attraction. Chanted knowing that's the first duty of human life chanted like your original duty. It has not been told to do forceful yoga by sitting at one place. It is not like that. If you are sitting, then doing it while sitting. In absence of work, you can do it while lying down, no problem. Do it while walking. Like in Ved, Naam uthat, Naam bethat, Naam sovat jagve, Naam khate, Naam pite, Naam seti lagve. So in this way, this practice is not of this kind, in accordance to Ved, that is in holy scriptures. It is an easy way of worship, simple worship. And these people made it so difficult because of their ignorance about forceful yoga. Someone does penance while standing, standing on his head, feet up. Some by observing fast, some go to mountains to find God. And a few chant some other arbitrary mantras Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Radhe Radhe Sham Milade They are prescribed in Gita Ji. So whatever is written in Gita Ji's correct practice leaving that whichever way of worship of mantra we follow it is doing in an arbitrary manner while rejecting the practice. In holy scripture it is useless. Gita chapter 16 verse 23 it is said Arjun, those who oppose the injunctions of holy scriptures they neither attain salvation nor any powers nor happiness means it is useless. Like when Brahmaji was sitting on the lotus flower, he could see only water everywhere and there was no end to it and he thought that, what should he do? Devil made the Eta announcement, do penance, do penance. Now scared Brahmaji sat down and started doing penance. What happens on doing penance? You attain powers and after attaining the powers, they enjoy it use it and get their battery discharged, and then they ultimately face destruction. Until then, Brahma hadn't read the Vedas. Before this, devil made him observe this practice opposite to scriptures to do penance, to do penance. So, Brahmaji thought that this is supreme God's ether voice and he started doing penance, whereas it was devil's voice. So, he undertook penance for 1000 years, and passed on this knowledge to Vishnu and Mahesh. Vishnu did it for 12,000 years, Shivji did it for 88,000 years, the very same way of practice, opposing the holy scriptures which is forbidden in Gita, and forbidden in Vedas, and they started following beforehand. This is Satan's trap. So this is how these sages read the Vedas, But they did not have true spiritual knowledge. However, they did come to know that salvation can be attained only by worshipping the supreme God as written in Vedas, only and by no other means at all. Other ways of worship should not be done, other gods should not be worshipped, only one supreme God to be worshipped. But they failed to understand that true Almighty, they believed Brahm to be the final God. And chanting the mantra Om along with forceful yoga, according to the foreclose they had heard, they started doing penance. Doing penance as opposed to the injunctions of holy scriptures. Those who undertake the way of worship opposite to injunctions of holy scriptures do not get any benefits. Neither they ascend to higher realms, nor they attain salvation, nor they get any happiness. And for these three things, we keep trying to find God. To attain God, Yes, what happens with this penance? Tapse Raj Raj Maddhimanam Janam Tisare Shukarsvanam. Sages used to do penance for thousands of years and they used to get rule equivalent to that. There was a king named Priyavrat. There was a person named Priyavrat. He did penance for 11 billion years. He got a Reign for the same time period as a return for his penance, he remained a king. After ruling for 11 billion years when he was about to die, the messengers of death came to take him. Messengers from Dharmaraj came to take him when they said, come, Priyavrat, your time is up, hoi hoi. Then Priyavrat said, please give me some more time, give me some more time. Then those messengers said that no, we do not have orders to grant you even a single extra breath. They took him away, they made him stand in front of Dharmaraj, Then Dharamraj asked him that, Priyavrat, you did penance for 11 billion years and then you enjoyed your reign for 11 billion years. Now tell me, did you earn anything from there or you have come empty-handed? So Priyavrat said, I have come empty-handed. Then Dharamraj said, put his soul in the body of a donkey and put him in a donkey's body, blacken his face. Then Priyavrat questioned that why are you blackening my face? Dharamrat said that you got to rule in return for your penance for 11 billion years. You did not worship supreme God. That is why your face is being blackened and your soul will be in a donkey's body. Then Priyavrat said, I was mistaken, I have erred. So, Dharamraj said, now whatever has been done, be careful next time. There was one sage Karana. He did penance for 2.2 million years, then an aeroplane came to take him. He was told, come you have been asked for Dharamraj's court. He was so proud of himself that no one would have done such a strict penance like him. On the other way, there was a rock on the stone, made up of a stone, a very big stone, and around it, those messengers of death said. The ones who had come to take him, those messengers asked that, respected sage, to circumnavigate around this rock, it is a rule. Now that sage, Kanakarn started to take a walk around it. He saw there were 180 million Kanakarn had written their names and gone writing, I have done penance for 1000 years. Then that Kanakarn thought to himself that, oh no, there are far better sages than me. My penance is nothing. Once his pride was broken, he then went to Dharamraj's court Dharamrat said, The judge said that, Respected sage, you have done penance for these many years. Yes, I did penance. And now you rule for these many years only. So, Dharamrat said, Should I do justice? Or should I be merciful? Adal karoon Adal means justice. Adal karoon ya fazal karun. Fazal means mercy. Now see, the mind of a human being gets corrupted, now that Say thinks to himself that why ask for mercy from him, I did penance, I got to rule in return, where is the need for mercy? He said, do justice, adal karo. He said that I did penance for 2.2 million years, I got to rule for the same number of years, then where is the need for mercy? You do what is just. Then Dharamdaraj said that the rock, the small piece of rock on which you sat, the rock on which you did your penance, whom did it belong to? Tell me was it yours or mine? Now if he said it was mine, Then Dharamraj would question him as to why he did not bring it along, if it was yours. Then he said, King, that belonged to you. So my friend, now you pay my rent for the small piece of rock. Now keep that piece of rock on your head for 2.2 million years and then justice will be served. Then he said, have mercy. He said, now if I grant mercy to you, then you will have to keep it on the head. I cannot afford to do the mistake. He was made a snake and he kept dying and living for 2.2 million years and inhabited the place beneath that piece of rock. So pious souls, we did not get this true spiritual knowledge. We had believed these sages, ascetics, saints, the one who show little miracles as true and complete saints damb kare chadhe, antar jhool Jag kare, Yobove babool Oi oh, oh. means hypocrisy, they do damb How do they do it? They sit on an elevated place, they sit on a high mound, people can see from very far that a sage is sitting the world goes and bows bows to them and gets all the praises Innocent people think he is a great sage, great saint, he is doing obeisance and is paying reverence but the true saint acquainted with the true spiritual knowledge says he is sowing thorns of Babul for his future on which he will have to walk. Damb kare dungar chadhe, antar Aur Bandagi kare, yo Similarly, the point of saying is that the way of worship done by these sages is correct but it does not have forceful yog. So these sages took chanting of Om and did this forceful yog from this jumbled knowledge. They did obeisance for thousands of years, they got powers, remote was in the hands of devil. There was a king called Mandhata Chakravarti, the ruler of whole earth, ruled over entire earth. It came to his mind that there are so many small kings under your rule, did any one of them reject their dependency on you? For that he took a horse, his personal horse and hung a pamphlet around its neck stating that whoever rejects whichever king, being dependent on me, catch this horse and be ready for a war. Mahandhata had an army comprising 720 million soldiers, this too was mentioned on it. Hundreds of soldiers started following that horse, no one was riding the horse, they toured the whole earth while returning. They passed by the hut of sage Chunak. They were returning from there. Sage asked, Who are you? Where are you coming from? Why no one is riding this horse? The soldier said that, respected sage, the horse belonged to King Mandhata Chakravarti. No one can sit on this. Sage Chunak further inquired, Where all had you been? They told everything. Now devil switched on his remote to destroy his obeisance. He then asked, you have toured the entire earth, and yet no one accepted the war with the king. Soldiers replied, Our king has an army comprising 720 million soldiers. He can break anyone's jaw. Who has the strength? No one caught it. We have been everywhere. Now under the influence of devil, and this devil with the help of his remote, Seth Chunak thought that the king has become proud and it should be corrected. The sage said, I have caught your horse and have accepted the war with your king. Tie this horse with this tree, tie it to the tree next to my hut. Soldiers said, Oh papa, you don't have enough food to eat and you have accepted war with that Mahandhata Chakravarti king. Why are you inviting trouble, go do, your obeisance, carry on with your work? Why do you want to die from our hands? Now Say Chunak said, go tell your king, if this is how it has been destined, then it will be. I will die fighting you. I have accepted the horse and the war. The soldiers informed the king that your horse is tied up. The king thought that today one person has stood up, tomorrow another will stand. He deployed 180 million soldiers to kill one man. He sent a huge army so that everyone becomes frightful and no one dares to stand against him. This is called politics. On the other hand, whatever sage Chunak attained by that reverence, he showed to Karl by chanting a mantra of Brahma. He acquired spiritual powers. He acquired powers from doing forceful yoga. One also gets powers by chanting Om. He made four atom bombs. From these powers he made four bombs. King also divided his entire force in four parts. He sent the first regiment, of 180 million soldiers and he fired one bomb, it created bloodshed, killing every one of them. The king deployed the 2nd regiment, sage also fired the 2nd bomb, 720 million force got swiped. Now Virtuous Souls, God Kabir Sahib says, Bhattarakshoni Akshakari, Chunakrishishwar ek, yeh jora yeh sabhi ke bhekh Hoi hoi Oh God, how lovely this speech is! In just one couplet of this nectar verse of this eternal speech that 720 million force was killed Aksha means destroyed 720 million were destroyed and Swarek, an individual is called Rishishwar who is great amongst all sages. Chief amongst all, that is, those who worship devil have these characteristics. These worshippers of devil, it is said, they are death roaming around in flesh, in the form of humans and individual. These are referred as sages, they all roam about in form of bomb. They cause destruction at Har ki where 25,000 got killed in a fight. It is said they are death-roaming in embodied form, they would eat each other. Now pious souls, no one can kill a weapon or with word power, whoever has whatever kind of practice, power, magic, etc. That is their weapon and they will have to face its sin. Now say Chunak killed 720 million beings, Now see Karl's trap, how to understand this? Till his good deeds remain, every being's good and bad deeds are deposited separately. Like in Gita chapter 7, verse number 29, it is said that, when you will rely on this knowledge of mine, like in chapter 4, verse 34, it is said, take refuge of complete spiritual guru to understand the spiritual knowledge of that supreme God, they will give you complete spiritual knowledge. So in chapter 7, verse 29, it is said, rely on this knowledge by me, An individual who is aware about this spiritual supreme God, is aware about every karma and is aware about the complete spiritual knowledge, will only try to get freedom from old age and death. So, only a complete spiritual saint can tell the same. So, here these deeds are explained. What happens here in devil's world that you will get both good deeds and bad deeds? These are deposited separately. Now see, what is this game? He chanted the mantra Om for thousands of years, did penance, from that penance he will get the rule, he will become Indra, may become king of whole earth sometime. He will go to greater heaven by chanting Om, where he will enjoy and use his own wealth from these good deeds from chanting Om and after wasting it there, he will become a donkey. Then he will go to hell and suffer his bad deeds, still there will be many remaining. Then he will come on earth, where he will become a dog here, on this earth. When he will exhaust all his earnings, his entire earnings will be used up there. Then he will be thrown on earth, he will become a dog and he will be infected with maggots in his heads. These 720 million that he had killed will take their revenge and there will be no one to offer medication to him. This is how devil has oppressed, this is how he has blinded us. Now God says, akshaya kari Chunakrishishwar ek Ye dehdari ye sabhi ke These worshippers of kal Brahm, they too are destroyers like this. So the knowledge giver of Holy Gita tells her that all these wise souls are generous, but they are under my Fallen refuge, what you attain after chanting Om is also fallen because birth and death did not go away. You had to enjoy your deeds. There is nothing called peace. So pious souls, one ascetic, Naga, Giri, Puri and these Vaishnavs, these are the six types, these Dasnamis, Shatdarshan, Shatbhek, six types. When one sees their worship, one will think they are deeply engrossed in it. Like, what they do once once upon a time in my village a sage from Bhalegiri village belongs to Nath tradition and used to live in another village But the villagers weren't aware. They did not know they believe in whatever the sages say. So in the month of June, he did a penance for 41 days, sitting in the middle of the smoke. He lighted fire on five sides around him and must sit in the middle of the smoke for three hours. He used to sit from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m and then he used to take drugs sitting separately. He used to do a lot of drugs. He and his associates who looked loafers consumed drugs of 80,000 and at the same time he got a charity of 0.7 to 0.8 million. So what he used to do is that we got his movie made. Of what activity he was doing, he had very long hair and he used to wear just one nappy on his whole body. He used to mix ash in a bucket full of water and used to apply it on his whole body completely, on his face from here, on his whole back, on his feet. And fire was lighted on five sides, five different fires, and he used to sit in the middle. When those cow dung cakes started to burn in full force, then he used to go and sit in the middle and his long hair, he used to tie it up and some other hairs. so he dipped his hair in that bucket of ash in the water, immersed it completely, made it completely wet with that sludge and roll it up on his head and then sat down there. Now, fire from those cow dung cakes after burning out after that ash starts on its own slowly and gradually it starts slowing down after half an hour ash starts forming on its own and he has applied that wet ash all over applied it all over his body like a mud plaster he has applied it all over himself now it does not allow the heat to enter inside, does not allow to enter, and when any part used to get heat up and starts to dry up, he would open his hair, that tail-like thing and leave it hanging at the back, and whichever side he used to feel hot, he would shake his head, and the ash at that place would become wet again, and those hairs, this is how he used to spend his three hours, and women and innocent people from village would start orbiting him so that he could attain salvation, he was destroying you. So, what is said here, Shat darshan Shat Bahuvid if we see, he is doing a wonderful job. In the month of June, it is difficult to stand outside in Haryana, Punjab, Rajasthan, Madhya Pradesh. While he is sitting out, people think that he is doing a really great job, that is dhundhundhar machave, dhunda thare. शतदर्शन शत भेक कहावे कहावें, धुन धुन धर्म चावे तीर्थ व्रत करे तरबीता वेद पुराण पढ़त है गीता चार संप्रदा बावन द्वारे जिन्होंने नहीं निज विचारे और माला घाल हुए हैं मुक्ता ये षटदल ऊवा बाई बकदा ओए होए it is said that even after wearing four rosaries in your neck, you take the form of a sage. Will it be salvation? Or Shatdal ua bai They are just talking nonsense, they don't have true spiritual knowledge. Or ved puran Gita. No it is written in Gita, these mantras that you chant, do this, this is not written anywhere in Gita or Ved, or to do forceful yoga that you do. Then what is the benefit of reading them? sanyasi sevade tan par lagave ये पाचो नार पचीसों लड़के मचावे हैं. Now it is said, these recluses and hermit stantrics, they apply ash on their whole body and renounce their home. They become a hermit and went. Now God says, पाचो नार पचीसों लड़के ये धुन-धुन-धार मचावे हैं. एक नारी त्याग दीनी, पाच नारी गे Thinking that one woman will be a hindrance in your obeisance, you abandoned her and went to the jungle, but there are five women which go along with you at all times, lust, anger, endearment, greed, pride. Abandon these, son, then you will become a recluse. Your obstacles will not end by merely abandoning a woman. Now what is said, they abandoned home, went to the forest where one can stay hungry for a day. The second day will pass with much difficulty, but on the third day they will have to come at the door of a family with a bowl and the ask, please give o sister, please give o sister. Now God says that if you live in a forest then there will be a hailstone, there will be cold, you will feel the heat as well, and then you will also make a hut. All these sages who abandoned their home to make arrangements, they again had to make arrangement to stay protected from heat and cold, made a cave, made some arrangement. When everything is readily available at home, simply observe your obeisance, make your children also do it, put them on the right path. This should be the main motive. God is responsible for two meals. He will make arrangements now. We have forgotten that He had provided us even in mother's womb. Now also, He will only give it. Virtuous souls, Shri Rishab is the founder of Jainism religion. After giving everything to his children to attain God according to his willfulness, whatever knowledge he had obtained from those sages, he chanted the mantra om along with forceful yoga. He did penance for one thousand years. He observed a vow silence for one year. Now let me tell you his details. So the point of saying is that when Dev started his obeisance at that time, There was only Om Mantra available then. These sages did not know about any other form of obeisance. So chanting Om along with forceful yoga, this is how Jainism began from this lovely soul. So Rishabh Dev Ji is believed to be the first Tirthankar and founder of Jainism. Now this Servant wants to tell you that without true way of worship, even after doing obeisance, he was suffering. See here, Jain Sanskriti Kosh, Jain History, Culture, Art and Archaeology. Where is this printed from? Jain Sanskriti Kosh, Jain History, Culture, Art and Archaeology, Part 1. Writer is Professor Chandra Jain Bhaskar and Sanmiti Pratchashodh Sansthan Nagpur, Kalaivam Shod Sansthan Varanasi See its whole page. Now this is the publisher of Jain Sanskriti Kosh, where writer is Professor Bhakchandra Jain Bhaskar Publisher, both of them together. Now this Dedicated to in loving memory of respected father, late Sri Gorilalji Jain, and mother, Mrs. Tulsa Devi Jain. Till here. Now see here on page 175, grandson of Vrishabdevji Marichi, Bharat's son, who has been believed to be the founder of Vedic religion. In the Puranas, Vedic religion started from this Marichi. Now, see very carefully, pious souls, you are now very intelligent children. You have even invented computers. So, you can easily understand this. Grandson of Rishabh Devji, that is Marichi, who was Bharat's son, has been believed to be the founder of Vedic religion in the Puranas this marichi became mahavir jain that is vardhaman in the future the same soul of marichi grandson of vrishabdev became mahavir jain see on page 176 development and history of jainism life events of Vrishabdevji, ji tirthankar tirthankar vrishabdev ji was the son of the last sage of nabhiraj his mother was Marudevi, Ikshwakuvanshi Nabhiraj was a famous king of Ayodhya. On becoming young, Nabhiraj got Rishabdev married to Sunanda and Sumangala. He was married to both the wives. Sunanda gave birth to a glorious son Bahubali and a daughter Sundari. She had two children and Sumangala gave birth to 99 sons including Bharat and a daughter, Brahmi. This means Vrishabhdev had a total of 100 sons and two daughters. When the time arrived, Vrishabhdev handed over Ayodhya to Bharat, Takshila to Bahubali, and the remaining princes were handed over regents in accordance to their abilities, and he abandoned this world. That is, he did not die, but became a recluse. He took initiation, this means he took initiation from a sage, gotten crossed in obeisance. After getting associated with the Guru, while doing his obeisance, he remained without food for one year. He did not eat anything for whole year. Later, Bahubali's grandson, Shreyans Kumar, fed him sugarcane juice and broke his fast. For a continuous penance of thousand years, Sage Vrishabhdev did 1,000 pairs of penance and at last he only received knowledge. There are four benefits and out of these he could only attain knowledge. He started giving initiation. Whom did he give first initiation to? He gave it to Bharat's son, Marichi, Oh. It means He gave initiation to his grandson Marichi, who in the future became Mahavir Jain. He did penance for 1000 years and after that he started giving initiation. And who did he give it first to? His own grandson, Marichi that is Bharat's son, who in the future became the 24th Tirthankar Mahavir, whom we refer to as Mahavir Jain. Now let me show you what misfortune Mahavir Jain went through. Now this has been cleared that Maharichi took initiation from Dev, who was the first Tirthankar, and in the middle, how much difficulties he faced, and what became of that Mahavir Jain soul. Now see in this book, this book is, Aao Jain Dharm ko Jane Praveen Chand Jain, M.A. Shastri Writer of Ao Jain Dharmako, Jane is Praveen Chand Jain, M.A. Shastri Jambudvip, Hastanapur Publisher, Mrs. Sunita Jain, Jambudvip, Hastanapur, Merat, Uttar Pradesh Where is it printed from? Printers are Dhinendra Jain, New Rishab, Offset Printers from Merat There is some misprint here. From this, we shall begin from 293. Aao Jain dharm ko jane. Vishesh Prakashan. What are the other names of Lord Sri Mahavir? Answer. There are other five names. Veer, Ativeer, Sanmati, Mahavir, and Vardaman. Now let's move to page 294. And this is question number 3351. Where does the life story of Lord Mahavir begin? It began from a person named Pururva belonging to Bhil tribe. This means before becoming Marichi, he was a Bhil. Where was he prior to this? They did not know. Who was Pururva Bhil and what did he do? Answer: He was a king of Bhils from Pundarikini, a place in Pushkalavati country. He had taken a vow from sage Sagar Sen to not consume meat and alcohol, which he followed all his life. Question. Then where did the soul of Lord Mahavir go from the body of Pururva? Answer. First, he became a deity in Sodharma heaven, with a life equivalent to the lifespan of sea. After the first heaven in which body did the soul of Lord Mahavir go? Now, before that... They started from here that he was a bhil. After bhil, he went to heaven. After that, he was born as an eldest son, Marichi, to Queen Anantmati and King Bharat. This is the same Marichi, grandson of Rishabdev, and he only becomes Mahavir Jain in the future. He became the son from Marichi's body. Lord Mahavir's soul entered which body? Answer. He became a deity in greater heaven. Aha. Now, see, after taking initiation from Rishabh Dev, from that great soul, he went to the heaven because in earlier times, Om Mantra was given to be chanted, which led to the greater heaven. Whether you call it Brahmaloka or heaven or greater heaven, after greater heaven, in which body did the soul of Lord Mahavir go? He was born as a son named Jatul to Kapil Brahmin's dark wife in Ayodhya. Then he went to heaven. Then he was born as a son named Agni Sehe to Agni Bhut, Brahmin's wife Gautam in a village called Sutika. Then he again went to heaven. Then in Bharat region he was born as Agni Mitra. Then he went to Mahendra heaven. Let us come to the point on page 295. He was born as a son Bhardwaj to Shalkaya Brahmin's wife in Mandirnagar. The sage became Bhardwaj as the sun, and then from Bharadvaja's body, where did Lord Mahavir's soul go? He became a deity in Mahendra heaven, and in that great heaven in Brahmalok. Then from Mahendra heaven, where did Lord Mahavir's soul go? He became a hellish being with an age equivalent to the age of the sea, Nigod. After Nigod, where did Lord Mahavir's soul go? Hoy hoy. It entered many physical bodies. How did the soul enter many physical life-forms? 1,000 times it became acacia tree, and 80,000 times took the body of seashell, 20,000 times took the body of a neem tree, 90,000 times he took the body of banana tree, he became a banana tree, 3,000 times he took the body of sandalwood, 50 million times he took the body of canner tree, 60,000 times a prostitute, fifty million times he took the body of a Hunter and two hundred million times an elephant six hundred million times a donkey Oh my God! 300 million times a dog 600 million times the body of an impotent 200 million times he took the body of a woman Nine million times he took the body of a washer 80 million times the body of a horse 200 million times the body of a cat Six million times he died due to miscarriage. Oi hoy! Died in the mother's womb and eight million times he took the body of a deity. Oi hoy! He became a deity only for eight million times and became a donkey, became a dog, three hundred million times. It is more than enough to become a dog once. Become a deity is useless. It is more than enough to become a dog once get infected by worms in the head, may suffer from itching, the leg may break, do not know where it may lie down, 600 million times as a donkey. What happened after that? After attaining the above-mentioned physical bodies, Lord Mahavir attained which body? He became a Brahman named Thavar in Rajgrahanagar. Then he went to Mahindra heaven. Then he was at Vishwanandi to King Vishwabhuti and Jaini queen in Rajgraha then became a deity in Mahashukra heaven, became a Narayan named Tripushth, then he went to 7th hell. This was still left to be a tame, this also clear now. Then he went to the 7th hell, Oi Now we read this on page 295, now on 296. Then what did he become after that? He became a lion on Singh mountain, then again went to 1st hell, Aha. Then where did he go? He became a lion on peak of Himvan mountain, he addressed from there. Then he became a deity named Ketu in Sodharm heaven, happened here and now next. Became a deity in seventh heaven. Now let us come here. He became a God in Mahashuku heaven. From Mahashuku heaven, where did Lord Mahavir's soul go? He became Chakravarti named Priyamitra son of King Sumitra and Queen Manorama. In Pundarikini Nagari from Pushpakalavati country, which is the eastern section of Dhatki, he became a deity in Sahesrar heaven. What happened next? Now let us come here. He became a son named Nand to Kim Vardhaman and Queen Vidmati in Nandi in Chhatarpur from Jambudvip. The soul of Nand went in which body? Became a god in Pushpotar plain, thereafter became the 24th Tirthankar Lord Mahavir. Oh ho! This is the question, and in their books, this servant is mere reading. How many Pakhand Mat did Lord Mahavir started? He started 363 pakhand Mat. By souls, this is a teacher's work. To understand the holy books himself, does his homework, experience it, does obeisance, God motivates from within, then God gives true spiritual knowledge from within. Now, see what its result is that Rishabh Dev took initiation from a sage, from some sage, and after that he did obeisance. And from Dev ji, then Dev ji did obeisance, after that he finished his obeisance, then immediately he made Marichi his first disciple who in the future became 24 tirthankar So what misfortune the soul who was doing obeisance according to Ved while chanting Om, he faced? He became a deity 8 million times and the rest of the history you have seen. He endured countless sufferings, 600 million times a donkey, 300 million times a dog, 200 million times a cat. Oh my God! by souls one feels scared to death we are going through so many troubles and still we are not opening our eyes we are not identifying true knowledge we are unable to identify supreme god now what will happen the soul of marichi will face misfortune and soul of marichi will keep facing misfortune in the future this soul of marichi became mahavir jain in the future only It is written in the life-history of Mahavir Jain that he did not make any guru and just like that, based on doing obeisance, he left home and lived naked. He kept on doing obeisance on his own. After performing forceful yoga for a few days, he started preaching his own thoughts to the world. Now in the present, the way of worship followed in Jainism, the whole of Jainism is based on 363 Pakhand Mat started by him. Pakhand means nonsense. On those, the whole of Jain religion is based. Now let me show you what misfortune Rishabh Devji faced. See this. Srimad Bhagwat Sudha Sagar Published by Gita Press Gorakhpur Written by Lord Vedvaya Srimad Bhagwat Simple Hindi interpretation of 12 skands along with verses. Shukh Sagar published by Gita Press Gorakhpur. Publisher and printer Gita Press Gorakhpur, Govind Bhavan Ka Kolkata Ka Sansthan. These are their facts and phone numbers. See here on page 281. See here on page 280. God Rishabdev was the jewel of all the ombudsmen like Indra, still like the great men. He kept his divinity, a secret from sages, with respect to attributes, language and behavior by adopting various forms. During his last days he tried to teach the sages the method of giving up their physical bodies. By seeing God as an inseparable entity, Situated in his conscious in similar form, freeing up from subsequent lust, freeing up from pride of this soul, took retirement. In this way, oh, after getting free from pride of his soul, Lord Rishabhdev's physical body kept roaming this earth depending on pride and desire illusion of Yogmaya he went to dev dev vashkonk veng and southern etc countries of kotak karnataka and kept a small piece of rock in his mouth rishab dev had kept a small stone in his mouth and hair were messed up like a lunatic in digambar that is completely naked started wandering in kutka chalke forest oh at that time thunderstorm occurred and friction took place in bamboo forest, giving rise to a fierce fire, That is, fire occurred in the forest. And it engulfed the whole forest along with Rishabh Dev in its red flame and raised it completely. Here Rishabh Dev was burned to death by fire in the forest of Davanal. He was wandering there naked with a stone in his mouth. Do ponder, are these the traits of a sage? You think on your own, pious souls. So pious souls, there are two kinds of knowledge in Gita Ji. One comes from Ved, while the other one is the thought of Kaal that he has imposed on us. He says at various places according to me, in my opinion, and where he has not said that this is my opinion, that is the knowledge of Ved. In Srimad Bhagavad Gita, in its chapter number 3 and In Srimad Bhagavad Gita verse 8 it starts from here. Here is its translation. You do deeds as per the holy scriptures. That is, you follow whatever way of worship is mentioned in the holy books. Because instead of not doing anything, doing something that means instead of sitting at one place and undertaking forceful yoga, doing something is greater. If you do not work, then how will you survive and keep your body healthy? How will you sustain if you sit at one place? Now Pai Souls, the verse 8 of the third chapter that you just saw from Bhagavad Gita. This is the knowledge from Ved because it matches with chapter number 14, mantra 15 from Yajurveda. Now in the verse 16 of 6th chapter, this is also said, Arjun, this practice is proven neither of the one who eats a lot, nor of the one who doesn't eat. Eating a lot means you fill your stomach completely and then one stretches out and becomes difficult to undertake obeisance. On other hand, eating nothing means observing a fast. Keeping fast has been forbidden by Gita Ji. And these people who make us observe fast for Ekadashi, neither who sleeps a lot nor who stays awake a lot, This means that devil has told about these to Brahmaji. He has given him his knowledge of his level to do it this way and you will attain the peace you are supposed to with this. And Brahmaji is unaware about that peace one goes to the greater heaven and from there again in the cycle of birth and death, just like say Chunak is going through, So, this belongs to the 6th chapter. Now you have read this from 10-15. to Read till 16. In the 16th, this concept also becomes clear that fasting is futile. However, these people tell observing Ekadashi's fast is very important. This is all folklore and they have no knowledge of Vedas and scriptures. According to Gita, chapter number 16, verse number 23, Now we come on the same incident. He says in Gita chapter 3, verse 8, that if you sit at one place, so this is knowledge from Ved. And if you do not undertake any work, then how will you sustain? This is correct. From here in chapter 6, verse 10 to 15, he has informed that if all activities are done, then one will attain the peace that I can give, you all will know. One will attain Brahmalok. Now in verse 13, let us read Sanskrit because this is Devanagari script. Om iti ek ek ashram. Like in Shiv Pran, you read, Kaal had said that Om is one word in mind, all together with all these. Om iti ek ek ashram. Brahma vyaharan, Mam anusamran. Ya tem deham sayati paramam gatim. I am Brahm, Mum Brahm, I am Brahm and this is one word, Om belongs to me, nothing else. Hare Krishna, Hare Ram, Radheshaam, Sita Ram, just show these in Gita Ji, simply fooling the world. Ya prayati deham, the ones who chants while dying, sayati paramam gatim, this means, the peace one should get from Om, that Brahmalok, and those creatures who attain Brahmalok, also come back. See here, this is verse 16 of chapter 8. 8, O Arjun, until Brahmalok, everyone is in cycle of birth and death, that is Punravarti. See her, what does Pundravarti mean? After attaining of which one must come back to this world, this means not attaining complete salvation. Even after attaining me, son of Kunti, they are born again. That means creature that go till Brahmalok also come back. They did not know what he had said. This was supposed to be written. Let us return to our scenario, that is Gita Ji, chapter 7. And verse number 18, The knowledge giver of Gita calls his worship, being devout for him, the benefit once derived from Om mantra, the beatitude from him, as atrocious, because the cycle of birth and death neither ends from the devotee nor him. Now we will go on the same scenario, that neither it is mentioned anywhere in Veda regarding observance for two and a half hours in morning and evening, nor does it show up in the voice of great sages, who have attained true Almighty, who are those respected Dharm Das sahib ji, respected Maluk Das sahib ji, respected Nanak sahib ji, respected Dadu sahib ji, respected Garib Das sahib ji from village Chudani district Jajar Haryana, respected Ghisa Das sahib ji from village Khekra, district Merat, Uttar Pradesh. All these were working and had a family and children, whatever field they were in, they did their obeisance while working and they went away while telling about this rule, to the whole wide world, to everyone. Now we come on the same scenario, verse number 18 of 7th chapter of Giver of Gita's Knowledge he states that those who worship Him, that those who follow Him, they remain in His atrocious beatitude. They remain here and they do not attain salvation. So the point is that they do forceful yoga. It's not in the holy book, the mantra 15 from 40th chapter of yajurveda says, Om Kartu Samar, Kilve Samar and Kirtam Samar. Keep on chanting the mantra Om while working, with special attraction, and do it as your human life's first duty, original duty. It doesn't say to do forceful yoga by sitting at one place. It is not like that. If you are sitting, then do it while sitting. No work to do, no problem. Do it while you lie down, do it while walking, or while sitting. Like it is said in Sukshma Ved, Naam uthat, Naam bethat. Naam sovat jagve, Naam khate, Naam pite, Naam seti lagve. So in this way, this practice is of kind. In accordance to the Ved, that is, Holy Scriptures, it is an... Easy way of worship, simple way of worshipping. And these people made it so difficult because of their ignorance about forceful yoga. Someone does penance while standing, standing on head, with the feet up, some observing fast, some go to mountains to find God, and few chant some other mantra like Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Radhe Sham, Sham Milade, etc. Are they mentioned in Gita? So what is written Gita ji's correct practice of worshipping, leaving that whichever way of worship or mantra we follow, it is doing as per your own willfulness. It is all useless. In Gita chapter number sixteen, verse number twenty-three it is said, Arjun, those who oppose injunctions of holy scriptures they neither attain salvation, nor any powers, or nor any happiness. Means useless. So pious souls leaving the worship of Supreme God. If we worship other deities, or goddesses, or other lord, it will not lead you to attain salvation like you want. These ways of worship[s] cannot put an end to this long disease of birth and death and the bad deeds, only supreme God can free us from it, else you have the life histories of our lords whom we used to believe as supreme gods, like Shri Vishnu's avatars, Shri Ramchandrajī, Shri Krishnanjī. This servant has told many times in spiritual discourse, they too could not get rid of their karmas and had to endure sufferings arising from those. We used to believe that Lord Ramchandrajī, he is the true God, he is the almighty, he is the supreme God, he has all the powers and he will get rid us of the sufferings that is vishnu ji's Ramji ram ji or krishna ji we used to think these lords will put an end to our sufferings and they are all powerful now we have to understand the meaning of ram we will understand the definition of ram and from there we will have to choose which ram we have to follow and go to Now when these devout people ask a question, to these Acharyas, to these Gurus, to these Mandleshwaras, that whether Shri Krishna, Shri Vishnuji can get us rid of our bad deeds, whether the curse they give to one another which falls under teen tap or three fevers, can they destroy those three fevers of ours? So they say that, yes, Lord Shri Krishna, that is Vishnu Ji's incarnation, destroys our three fevers. And for reference, they state that in Bhagavat chapter 18, verse 66, it is said, First, they don't know that the knowledge of Gita is not delivered by Krishna Ji, but is given by Brahma by entering the physical body of Shri Krishna. And Vraj does not mean to come, it means to go. Now the knowledge giver of Gita is Kshar Purusha Brahm. He is asking to take refuge of Supreme God. He says Ekam. Ekam means no one else. Advitya. Go in his refuge and by going his refuge, you give obeisance you had done for me. And the Brahm says that, I will not let you suffer in forms of dogs, donkey or pigs. I will clear you from my debt. So here, by souls the point to be thought about is Shri Krishna and Shri Ramji and Shri Vrishnuji. They could not get themselves freed from their own bad deeds and the punishment of those deeds, how can they free up you? Just like Naraji had cursed Vishnuji, And this is why he cursed him because Naraji felt like he should get married and he saw that a king king has arranged for a swamvar and that at the time the girls were free to select a husband of her liking and the kings used to come and sit for the same. Naraji thought of getting married, but then he thought that who will marry me? I don't look attractive. I have this huge ponytail on my head, and I'm not even good looking. So he thought that for some time, he will borrow Lord Vishnu's form. In a lonely place, he remembered Vishnuji, made a call to him, and then he appeared. Naraji said, Lord, I want to get married. And I am asking for something from first time, so please don't say no. I want your Hari form, your Hari form. Meaning, please give me your beautiful form. So Vishnuji said, Tathastu. Now Naraji got the face of a monkey. Hari also means a monkey. Now Naraji thought that in this meeting no one will be as beautiful as you, so he went there and took a seat properly. Now that girl came with a garland and she saw a bear is sitting in front of her, so she took a step behind and moved forward. Naraji thought that the girl did not see me, so he got up and went and took a seat on another one which was empty. Now when the girl went away from there too, He questioned to the one sitting next to him, he said, is she blind? The person gave him a mirror and said, see your face first, we are feeling scared seeing you. Then he saw the mirror, that is, he saw his face. Naraji started abusing Lord Vishnu without counting it, and then, at that time Vishnuji appeared there, and that girl put the garland in Vishnuji's neck. Then Naraji told Vishnuji that, you are truly deceitful, just like I am crying today in the absence of a woman. You too will cry for the absence of your wife, and you too will never be able to unite together. Because of that curse, Shri Vishnuji took birth as Sri Ramji in King Dashrath's home in Ayodhya. Upon attaining youth, he got married to Sita ji immediately after marriage. He was exiled. After a few years of exile, Sita ji was abducted and he had to fight a war with Ravan. After the war, he brought Sita ji home, and due to the taunt of a washerman, Sita ji was shown the door. Throughout their lives, Sri Ram and Sita ji could not unite. Pie souls. Even if Sri ramchandra Ji was king of Ayodhya, but if an individual's wife is somewhere else, kids are elsewhere, that individual can never be happy even in his dreams. And during his last days when he came to know about his son's love and kush, they were too hating him at that time. They did not like speaking to him and Sita ji too went in the earth, she didn't even see him. Now pious souls we used to think that they are our supreme gods, our eyes of knowledge were completely closed, when after the war, he wanted to bring Sita ji home, Sri Ramchandra ji said, before taking you home, I will take your exam. If you pass the exam, then only, I will believe that you are pure and you never had any physical intimacy with Ravan and if you fail in the exam then you will be dead. What exam did Ram ji take? He made Sita ji sit on the pyre and put it on fire and thought, if she will be pure then she will remain alive and if she is impure then she will be burnt to death and I will get rid of her. So. Sita ji did not burn to death and she remained alive. After coming from there, a washerman, while beating his wife, she had spent two days at some of her friends' place as she was pestered by him. So when she returned, he was beating her in the night and was saying that I am not King Dashrat's son, Ramchandra, who is keeping Sita ji even after she stayed with Ravan for the whole of 12 years. During that time, kings used to be especially judicial. They used to roam in their kingdoms in different form to find out if anyone is unhappy. So, Ramji listened very carefully as to how his name was being taken. He repeated this for 2-3 times. On this, he thought that people have started criticizing me for bringing Sita home. The next day he asked Sita to leave his home, stating that he cannot hear world satire. And you leave, I cannot keep you here, you live with Ravan. How unfortunate we were that these were our gods. Pregnant wife, and she was made to leave all alone in the morning. One becomes grief-struck. Try removing a man, she was still a woman. Where would she go in the forest? It is said that every tree was the enemy of woman then. And these were our gods, and this was their character? We used to call him Mariada Purushottam. What kind of dignity was it? Removing a pregnant wife from the home, whether she lives or dies, what kind of nature that individual would have had? Now the point of saying this is pious souls. When Shri Ram Chandraji came to know about this, he left an Ashwamegh horse and love kush had caught it and left Ram Chandraji bewildered when Sita ji came to know, she did not even see him, thinking, I don't want to see him, and she went inside the earth. And Sri Ramchandra ji, after coming back, he immersed himself in the river Saryu as he was grieving. They left their physical body. After that, he was born in the form of Sri Krishan ji. And during the war with Ravan, Sri Ramchandra ji had killed Bali, Sugreev's brother, from behind a tree. That is by deceiving. So even that had to be repaid in form of Shri Krishna. The same soul of Vishnuji became Shri Krishna and the soul of Bali, this means, soul of Ram was born as Shri Krishna in Dwapar and the soul of Bali became a hunter and he got a poisonous arrow and shot the poisonous arrow which hit Shri Krishna's feet because of which, He died. Shri Krishna died. When Shri Krishna asked that hunter, the person who had shot him, the hunter replied the Lord that, O king, I shot at your feet in error. You have a padam in your feet. That padam in the feet was actually shining. During the day, there was a shadow of tree and I was searching for an animal to hunt. The light from this padam on your feet appeared like an eye of a deer to me and I shot the arrow in error. It is a poisonous arrow. Now you will not live. I was deceived. I have erred. I am sorry. Forgive me." Then Krishnaji said, Bali, you were not deceived. This was bound to happen. Brother, I had killed you by deception. In Treta Yuga. Today, I am repaying that very debt. Now, Durvasa ji had cursed the entire Yadav genealogy, Shri Krishna genealogy. In front of Shri Krishna ji, had cursed that Yadav genealogy will come to an end. Whom he had cursed Shri Krishna ji's son Pradyumun, He dressed up like a girl, like a pregnant girl, by tying a bowl on his stomach and wore clothes like a girl, like a woman used to dress up like, and then by making a fake husband, they both had gone to Durvasaji for fun and asked, that, O sage, we have heard that you can tell everything from past, present and future. You can see all time frames. Please tell she will give birth to a boy or girl. Then Durvasa saw carefully that these people are just talking nonsense. He said that this will put an end to your genealogy. And because of say, Durvasa's curse, 560 million Yadavs killed each other in fights, and Sri Krishna also died from the arrow made out of that bowl, which was made by the hunter, the same metal. Now, pious souls when Sri Krishna ji, Sri Ramchandra ji, and Sri Vishnu ji, he is in all three forms when they could not destroy the punishment of their own karmic deeds then how will they destroy them for devotees one of the devotees questioned that didn't shri krishna ji that is shri vishnu ji have any power for instance shri krishna ji had gone to the house of king murdhwaj and there his son tambhurdwaj was ripped off with a saw and was revived back to life even after he had died. Pious souls, God Kabir had again replied because respected Sri Dharamdasji Ji had asked this question to God, to Kabir Sahib Ji that, O oh God, I have heard that Shri Krishna had ripped off King Mordhwaj's son with a saw, he was dead and yet he revived him back to life. And you say that he was not powerful, he cannot make any changes. God is this small thing. Then Almighty God Kabirji said that Dharam when in the war of Mahabharata and Abhimanyu had died, who was Subhadra's son, and Subhadra was Shri Krishna's real sister, Shri Krishna could bring Abhimanyu back to life. He was present there. Now, Dharam Jajji questioned what was the reason for this God. Then, God Kabirji said that these Lords cannot increase or decrease your age or breaths. Abhimanyu has only this long life. He could not make changes in his destiny. Subhadra so was crying, she was crying. In this sister's grief, all five Pandavas were crying, and their family was getting destroyed. So at that time, to show the power was there, he could have been. Doing that and why Tamur was revived back to life, because his age was remaining, he had breaths left. So, they have this much power to cure a fractured, broken body, but they cannot increase the number of breaths, they cannot destroy the punishment of bad deeds. God said, this devil is cursed to consume one lakh human souls daily and for that purpose, he has blessed each of three sons with one gun each. Now it is not in their control to stop these gunas. Just like a chili has the gun of burning your mouth, so this crackling is its gun, a quality. Chili can do nothing to get rid of that. Similarly. This devil or satan has allotted each one of them. Now what he says, whatever is happening, whatever is going around, I am the only reason for it. I am the one doing it. I consume, they give birth, keep trapped, in endearment, and eventually kill. See ahead. It is said in verse 13 of chapter 7 and verse 13, Function form of qualities, sattvic, rajas, tamas, the entire world and animal communities are getting charmed. Apart from these three qualities that is Rajgun Brahma, Satgun Vishnu and Tamgun Shiv, they do not know me. Now he says that everyone is trapped in worshipping Brahma, Vishnu, Mahesh. I am Brahma and I am above them. They don't know me. Now see verse 14, chapter 7. Because this divine, that means wonderful, three qualified illusion, my illusion, Rajgun Brahma, Satgun Vishnu, Tamgun Shiv, is very dangerous. And those who worship me continuously, that is, they worship Brahma, chanting Om, they violate this illusion. They overlap, jump over Brahma, Vishnu, and Mahesh, which gives them much more benefits. See ahead, what is said in the fifteenth words, Oi hoi. Whose intelligence has been stolen by this illusion? Intelligence till Rajgun Brahma Satgun Vishnu Tamgun Shivji. Whose intelligence is set until here only? Who don't even want to know anything beyond them? They have demonic nature, low lying men, Naradham, Naradma, falling amongst men. Those who undertake evil deeds, these fools do not even worship me. Now this servant will narrate a story. Now, why is it being said here? The worshippers of three gunas are demons in that they do not worship me, that is, they do not worship Brahma. They are restricted to Brahma, Vishnu, Mahesh and other deities and gods. Why they have referred to as low-lying with demonic nature who undertake evil deeds? It is understood that Hirana worshipped Rajgun Brahma and he was called a demon, who was an evil person, he had become an enemy of his own son and died a dreadful death. Ravan worshipped Tamogun Shiva and you all are aware how he died and was called a demon. Another worshipper of Shiva was Bhasmagiri and he did penance by standing on his head in front of Lord Shiva's gate of Mount Kailash, for 12 years, one day Parvati requested that you are a powerful person and whatever your devotee is asking for, give that child. Then Lord Shiva said, ask Bhasmagiri what you want. Bhasmagiri asked him to make a promise. First, then I will ask. Lord Shiva said, okay, ask what you want, I commit. Then that Bhasmagiri said, Please give me your Bhasmakand. Lord Shiv had one kind of bracelet which he always used to wear. It was made so powerful that if kept on someone's head and uttered the word Bhasm, that person would die. So Bhasmagiri had knowledge of this fact. All these Giris, Puris, Naga, the one who pierce, their ears nath Thus, Nami are worshippers of Shiva recluses. So Lord Shiva thought that he lives alone in forest and he must be asking for it for his protection from demons. So he removed it and gave it to him. Now the moment Bhole-nath handed it over to Bhasmagiri, he changed his behavior and started laughing loudly. That now be careful Shankar, I will kill you. Turn you to ash and will make Parvati my wife. He was going penance with only this motive. Now pious souls, we say Shankar Jai is Mrityun Jai, Kalin Jai, Avinashi, the one who never dies, above all everyone's lord. We don't know what else we say to him. It is said in Suksham Ved that if he was so intermittent, why wasn't he able to know what nonsense he had in his mind while doing penance? If he cannot die, then why was he running ahead of him? Lord running ahead and worshipper following him at the back, both running at a speed of hundred. Now God only protects him now when they call out to him, they said when they are in trouble. They too are his children. So God took the form of Parvati and stood in between Shankarji and Bhasmagiri and gestured Bhasmagiri to come and stand next to her. Now Bhasmagiri thought that this is fine, I have the bracelet, Shankarji won't stop and he's around 100 kilometers away. Then let me talk to her in this time. So he stood there. Parvati ji said, Come, it's alright, he will not come to you. You show me some dance so that I become very happy. So he replied saying that I am a simple sage, I do not know how to dance. Parvati said, I will teach you. God in the form of Parvati said, I will teach you, position this hand like this, position this foot like this, and when the hand in which he was holding the bracelet, he uttered the word bhasma, pressed its button, bhasmagiri was turned to ashes. After that, he was called as bhasma-asur, the demon. After taking that bracelet, Lord Shivji relaxed. When Lord Shankarji saw bhasmasur's ash, then his heart beat and pulse rate came back to normal. Now I have recited the story of two gunas to you. Now let us tell you another story of Vishnuji. Now once upon a time Kumbh Fair was organized. In Haridwar, then these Giri's Puri's followers of three gunas go there in their groups and get together, Puri among Puri, Giri among Giri, Nathamang, Nath among Naths, Oghar Among Oghar, Naga Naga, Vaishnav Among Vaishnav. They decide to take a bath in the fair organized at Harki Pori. They have their own stories which are built up according to them. Nagas reached there first at Harkipari to take a bath. After them came the Vaishnavas, followers of Vishnu of Satgun. They told Nagas that you will take a bath later. He will take the bath first. We are followers of Lord Vishnu. Uh. And we will take bath first. We are the greatest. Then Naga said no. We are the greatest. We are recluses. We don't even wear clothes. We are the greatest. We will take the bath first. Vaishnav sages said that you roam naked like animals. You don't even wash your hands after going to the toilet, you fools. You keep your body covered with ash. You say you are pure, come out, we'll go first. Now only this much intelligence they had. Ganga's water was getting impure. They could have taken a bath for two minutes, what difference would it have made? The fair wasn't ending in two minutes. But they forgot about bathing. There was no love at God's Harki Pori. There was no fear of God. They started fighting among themselves. There was bloodshed. Those twenty-five thousand followers of three gunas died there in a slaughter. It is written, Suksham Ved teer tupak Talwar Katari Jundar Jor badhave hai. Har pehdi, Har Jana Kate shish nahi dil karuna ye jagme saad kahave ave hai. Jo jan inke darshan ko jaave unko bhi narak pathaave hai. Oye hoye, it is said, Har paedi har hetna jana. And there they picked up knives and killed each other. And kaate shish nahi dil karuna. These demons do not have mercy. And jagme saad kahave hai, you call them saints? and those who become their followers, they teach them the same nonsense. That means they send them also to hell. God has asked, Tell me how these pilgrim places were made. What is this pilgrim dharam das? Like one great sage has done obeisance at one place, whatever obeisance he has done, based on that, whichever world he has to attain, it is done. He did his obeisance by sitting at that place, he has done some obeisance or ritual, so he has taken everything with him only, whatever obeisance he did. Is now a memorable incident, whatever is written in Puranas, that he did this over there, when you go to see it, then that is a different story. It is secondary. This is not obeisance. If you are unable to trust on what is written, then you can go and see to trust it as there are monuments there, Just. This much is the topic of pilgrimages. Now that person has done there and gone. Like for instance, there is a mortar pestle to crush herbs, bowl made of iron and a baton made of iron as well. So it is used to crush herbs, crushed for havan, a ritual. Think of these pilgrimages like a mortar pestle. And someone has borrowed someone else's mortar pestle and crushed the material for haven, removed those herbs and returned it after cleaning it to the same person. The material is removed and returned both the bowl and the pestle after washing it. Now still little fragrance is coming from it. They wonder from where the fragrance is coming, then they realize that herbs must have been crushed in this mortar pestle Until today the fragrance is there and it stops after a day or two. So where a saint does obeisance, he takes away all his obeisance benefits, just like the one had crushed the herbs, removes even a single trace of the herbs. And when one goes at that place, there is a slight difference in the environment. After going there, he will think at least once that it is a peaceful place. But after a few years, that peace will be gone from there too. So just like one has crushed, some material, you also did obeisance by sitting at a particular place in any mortar pestle wherever you crush it. It will be your mortar pestle, whichever place you sit in obeisance, your benefit will be there. Not from seeing a place where someone else had done obeisance or by buying there, you will not get any benefit. This is a simple thing. Now the second example is just like this servant used to deliver discourses at different places for four or five days, so, even community dining was arranged there. Sweet dishes like Halwa Prasad, Kheer was prepared to offering for God. Exactly like here, so steady stoves. We used to come back after discourses and someone used to ask, what are these posters for? Sant Pal Ji's discourses were held here. Come, see, let us show you. See, it happened here, it happened in this ground, Kheer was made, Halwa was made, even I attended one day. Now secondly, if someone keeps attending that place again and again, then go and see, discourses were held, kheer was made, halwa was made, but now there is no kheer, no halwa. Just the stove is there. Kheer, halwa, mantras of salvation will be there only where Rampal is giving discourses. At Satlok, Ashram, Barwala. all those facilities, those things, it is futile to keep seeing those stoves. <laughs> These pilgrimage places are just like those stoves who has done whatever work has done it and left. Now going there is of no use. You are not kids, you are intelligent. Even internet has been invented by you. Such wonderful set systems have been made. Kids can operate it, move it in a minute. So divert your mind a little over here as well. This is a very valuable thing. This fight is all about stomach. Kids study the whole day for 15-16 years. They may or may not get two meals. Only lucky persons get it. So you will get everything. You will get food, salvation. You will get happiness. Now what question God has asked? Bole jinda <speaking> bain, salig aaye? satka dham mujhe <Hebrew> tatkal batave? Ramakrishna kahaan rahe nagar wo kaun saa kahave? Aur ye jadvant hain ko ghant bajaave? See how decisive this wisdom is. Dharamdas ji was ringing bells in the front of Shaligram like this. He had an idol either of stone or brass. So God was trying to explain that where is Ramakrishna, that who is in heaven, And we will get benefit only if we get Ram and Krishna. Yes, we are trying to attain them. So what will this idol made from stone give you? Like this servant has told you many a times before, this servant was once buying apples from an apple seller. And what they do is the one who has a huge stalk and apples look good, Then a person's get attracted so he made a rack in which he had kept the original apples and in the two-three racks above, there were so beautiful apples made from stone. The idol were more beautiful than original apple and ten-twelve were kept over there. So in the evening, his apples everyone took away from choosing. From the remaining ones, the ones that are left may get the good ones. So this servant also wanted to buy apples, but those weren't good, so I said, brother, bring the ones from above. So he said, not selling those. I thought you can take two more rupees, but give me good quality stuff. He replied, I don't have to give. I thought, why is he not giving it? He picked it from there and handed it over to me. He said, take this. I held it in my hand. It was such a heavy stone. Oh my God, and it looked better than the original apple, it was made so beautiful, that too, from stone. So the point of saying of this servant is that the stone idol tells about the quality of apples that an apple looks. If you bring that idol at your home and keep it, that idol will not be able to give you the benefit of an apple, you will have to buy that apple. So God is trying to say that if you ring this brass bell in front of the idol, it is not Shri Krishna, it is just an idol of His. You will get benefit from Krishna and He is in heaven. So why have you come to Mathara then? What is your intelligence? Sukke Sagar Ram hai, hoi aur pathar pani pratma se koi tera nahi koi. Making an idol from stone and then bathing in Ganga jamana, bathing in a pilgrimage, no one has attained salvation till date. Just like you had heard in the discourse that Lord Shri Krishna was a Yadav and he has asked all the Yadavs to bathe in river Yamuna so that the curse which Durvasa had given you shall end. But it did not end like that. Due to the curse they all killed each other in the fight. This means that the solution given by Shri Krishna that taking a bath in river Yamuna will destroy, the curse was futile. It was not the solution. Similarly, Garibdas Ji is telling about the glory of God Kabir Sahib Ji and is speaking about this accurately decisive knowledge that pathar Pani pratma se nahin koi. Now in Srimad Bhagavad Gita, in chapter number 4 from verse 25 to 30 to 31, it is written that someone worships like this, someone worships like that, someone does this. Everyone believes that their way of worship will destroy their sins. Destroying sins means salvation given. Sins are destroyed, then one gets salvation. Then in verse 32 of chapter 4, it is said that in voice of Sachidana and Ghan Brahma, that knowledge about yagyas is given in a fairly detailed manner. Now let me show you Srimad Bhagavad Gita, Pai Souls, For this stomach, for this food, you make your sons and daughters study for 14, 15, 16 years. For what? So that they become capable of sustaining themselves. The child gets educated, gets a job. Immediately after getting a job, he dies in an accident. What did he do? We did not give them the real education. You come here, bring your kids along too. This book is available at Everyone's home, everyone has the CDs and CD players. Take the DVD along and sit for two hours. Make the kids sit along, see nectar pouring down. So this is how you will have to attain salvation. Now, you are all students here. Here you will not get to hear stories like Ramayana. You will get true knowledge and hear eternal stories told. And until it settles inside your heart, you cannot do the real obeisance. In Bhagavad Gita it is said, chapter 2 verse 53, that Arjun, when your mind will stop wandering from different types of confusing knowledge and becomes steady on one almighty godly element and then only you will be able to become a sage, a true saint. Then your obeisance will start, then you will become a follower. Follower means you will have to follow with blind faith, so first you will have to become a follower. You will have to divert your mind from various types of knowledge to true spiritual knowledge. This servant has to struggle so much for this. Five souls, God has played all this game of science and today, every child is educated from every corner of the world. In India, people are literate around 99%. Everyone is literate here. Maybe some old people who cannot hear from their ears, those kind of people may be literate. Otherwise, everyone is literate and God has allowed even post-graduation to go on and then he helped in inventing these instruments. If they were not there, then how much ever we would have written in the books for you, understanding it would have been difficult and you would not have been literate as well. You have instrument, projector, CD and you have the book now as well to compare and see. Now you will understand it, it will become a final that Kabir Sahib is God. And this is the way of worship. Then you will become a follower. And until you become a follower, you cannot do obeisance. So you are being made a follower by calling you here. Once you come here, you will do a lot of rehearsal. Firstly, like how you come and sit here because you are pious souls, else so many people cannot sit here at one place. By the evening they may create havoc, but you all sit so quietly for weeks, and it feels like deities sitting here. If someone is new here, otherwise everyone sits here, there is no attraction here, no songs, no music, nothing special, still you sit here for 3-4 days at a stretch. So even this is taught here, how you should live. If you have some shortage then you will have to feel contented. So in this way, you will become a follower. And you will have to listen to this knowledge. Now see Srimad Bhagavad Gita Jai Dayal Goyandika. Chapter number four Srimad Bhagavad Gita. And this begins from here, verse 25. What is written here that other followers, others Apre means others, many followers that means sages, worship gods, inner well-performed rituals. Its straight meaning is some worship the deities while others apre means others. Brahmagno agnu means worship Brahma. This is the straight meaning, not par Brahma, supreme god. Other sages worship Brahma by offering self as sacrifice in the fire the other sages, this is 26 of chapter 4, others offer hearing and other senses in sacrificial fire of the restraint. Still others offer sound and other objects to senses are sacrificed in the fire of the senses here. Now, this is 27. Some other sages, inspired by knowledge, offer the functions of all their senses and their breath activities in the fire of the controlled mind. In the ritual, what is the meaning of this that some just keep observing their breath and believe that this will lead to salvation? Like few people say, one person was saying that our Guruji tells us to perform this yoga where you close your eyes and sit, just pay attention on your breath when you inhale and exhale. Just focus on inhaling and exhaling. So keep focusing that your breath is coming and going. It is said that even if you do not pay attention at this, the breaths keep coming and going. What is the meaning of this? So it is said that these people follow these practices. Now see, chapter number 4, verse number 27. Now let us read 28. You have read 4, chapter 27 of Gita. Some other sages inspired by these knowledge offer the functions of their senses and their breath. That is, they focus on their sense of inhaling and exhaling in the fire of the controlled mind. In the 28th number, some offer their wealth as sacrifice, that is, Like, they may organize community dining somewhere, made something in a temple, may offer some small and big charity, so it is said they offer wealth and feel satisfied by just this, get a shelter homemade. While some perform austerity, they do penance. While others practice yoga exercise, and there are others who practice yogic practices, they may stand with their feet up and head down, those who are non-violent, fasting on sharp sleeves, modest men, self-study scriptures and cultivate such knowledge as the sacrifice, non-violence, just like they cover their mouth, roam without footwear, they acquire knowledge as sacrifice, swadhyay means gyan, swadhyay, gyan-yag. Swadhyay is called gyan-yag. Now in 29 and 30th verse, it is said others offer as sacrifice the outgoing breath into the incoming breath, while some offer incoming breath into the outgoing breath. This means that within their bodies, the air inside them, they move it up and down with practice. While some others cut down on their food intake, like they only consume fruits, they eat very limited and remain retrained, some do pranayam, they stop the movement of inhaling and exhaling, they offer breath into life energy as a sacrifice. All these sages are aware that yoga practices sacrifice can cleanse them of their sins. This means that all these believe that their practices yagodwara Ka kar dene wale, ko janne wale hain. They believe that their way of worship will destroy their sins. Now in the 31st verse, it is said, O oh, the greatest Kurus, those who partake the nectar, the remnant of sacrifice, meet the eternal, supreme God. Sanatanam Brahma. That is Tat Brahma. Param Akshar Brahma. Oh ho. Remnants of sacrifice, that is a person who performs religious rituals in accordance to scriptures, it means only the one who performs rituals according to scriptures can attain supreme God. The ones who do not perform sacrifice, a yagyas. So this human will find no happiness on earth, then how will he find happiness in the next realm? So in the 31st, it is made clear that those who do not offer sacrifice, does not do obeisance, will face misfortune. Now the thirty-second is terrific, oi hoi, verse 32 chapter 4, this many different types of sacrifices, they have erred here, they translated Brahmane Mukhe as voice of Veda. So this is Brahm is already telling about voice of Veda in Gita. Here they should have written the voice of Sachidanand Ghan Brahm, meaning it was spoken by him. Now, let me show you the translation of Brahmane Mukhe done by verse 23, chapter 17 in Srimad Bhagavad Gita. See here, and 23rd verse of chapter 17, this is 23rd verse. Om Tat Sat Iti Nirdeshah Brahmane Trividha Smritah they have translated Brahmane as Brahmane means Sachidanand Ghan Brahma, that is Paramakshar Brahma. Om, Om, Tat, Tat, Sat, Sat. In this way, these three forms, Trividha, are said to be the Naam of Sachidanand Ghan Brahma. This means Brahmane means Sachidanand Ghan that is Paramakshar Brahma, Supreme God. The giver of knowledge of Gita is talking about someone else. We again come on the verse number 32 of chapter 4. Aha! O oh, liberator! Such a valuable knowledge and how they have spoiled it. Evam bahu vidha yajya. Vitata brahmano mukhe. Vitata means in detail. oho, Brahmane mukhe means in the eternal voice of Satchadanand Ghan Brahma. Karmajan vidhitan sarvam evam gyatva vimokshase. Oh. Now read. In this way, many different types of sacrifices, right over here in the voice of Sachidanan Ghan Brahma, that is Paramakshar Brahma, mukhe means words that are spoken. From his mouth, mukhe means spoken by him. It has been described in detail. By the words spoken by him are to be completed by mind, senses and physical activities. It means that those could be undertaken during regular course of work. In this way, the gyatva, in this way by knowing, in this way by knowing the true element, their rituals, that is their obeisance, you will be freed from all the karmic bondage. It means that vidhi tan evam gyatva vimoksha you will attain complete salvation. After understanding this knowledge, you will be just like doing obeisance in accordance to what is written by performing the rituals you will attain complete salvation. Now this is that true spiritual knowledge written in voice of Sachidanandhan Brahma. Now in verse 34 of chapter 4, it is said, Aha! Now to understand that true spiritual knowledge which is written in the voice of Satchitanan Brahma, you will have to approach a true spiritual guru only. Go to those saints and prostrate before them, render service unto them, and by leaving all the deception aside, by simply asking them questions, those enlightened saints, Tatva Darshan, patva Darshi means, enlightened sages will impart you that knowledge. They will give you the true knowledge. Pi Souls, Gita chapter number 15, Verse number 1 to 4, it is stated that the inverted world tree and the saint who is well versed with all its parts could tell about the different parts. That saint will be the enlightened one. See, this is the inverted world tree. See here, this is the summary of Gita chapter 15, verse 1 to 4, 16 to 17. Urdhav Moolam, Adhai Shakham The one with its roots above, Urdhav Moolam and with its branches down, this is the inverted world tree. Urdhav Moolam, see here. Urdhav Moolam, Gita Chapter 15 Panch Daso Adhyay panch daso Adhyay First Mantra Adhai shakham prahu avyam chhandasi parnani yahatam Read their translation. The form of Supreme God is the root, That is, say eternal Supreme God is its root, eternal root. The God Almighty, the complete God is Paramakshar Brahma. They tell eternal supreme God the root one. The eternal supreme God, adhay shakham, they have erred here. Adhay means they have translated it as Brahma Mukh, not Brahma form in its main branch. Now see in the second mantra, adhay is used twice. Adhay, adhay. Adhay cha urdhvam. Urdhvam means up and Adha means down. See here, this is their translation. Adha means down, Adha means down. So wherever the intelligence of these clever people slipped, they did this stupidity. They made Brahma as the main part. Urdhav mulam adha shakham Its straight meaning is the roots above and branches down. This world's people tree is called eternal. Vedas are said to be the leaves. Ved are said to be its leaves, and the one who can tell about the tree from its roots—that is, the one who is aware of its roots to the leaves—who knows it truly, sah Ved is aware about the Vedas. That is, he is an enlightened saint. Now see, what does it prove? That the one who knows about all the parts of this world people tree with its roots above and tree branches down, all the parts of it chandasi. Chand means parts, knows about all its parts, Sehe ved vid. God had come 600 years ago, he himself used to tell about the true knowledge, it is called the sachdanand Brahm voice, it is also called suksham ved or true spiritual knowledge. In that, God had sent 600 years ago in his couplets, Akshar purush ek paid hai, Riranjan dar, Tino dev shakha hai, Bhai pat roop sansaar, Oye O oh God! At least with these things identify God. Our scholars, sages, Mandaleshwars failed to understand this intent of Gita ji. And God had written in this, in true knowledge in 600 years ago, that Akshar purush ek ped hai what we can see above the ground is calling a tree the immediate portion above the ground is called akshar purush by god and then a trunk emerges from there god called it as akshar purush jyoti niranjan there are three men in Gita, chapter 16 verse 16 and 17 Kshar purush, akshar purush uttam purush tu parmatma iti udarte ye lok avishay vibhartī avya Ishwar that great God who nurtures everyone, the eternal rod in reality, who can be called as supreme God, He is different from Akshar Purush, Akshar Purush, and He nurtures everyone by entering in the three worlds. That means a tree is nurtured by its roots. Who is that root now? He is Param Akshar Brahma. So God Himself told this, Akshar Purush Ek Hai, Kshar Purush Vakhi call him Jyoti Niranjar or Kshar Purush. Now, the roots are left, they did not mention about the root. To tell about the root, the servant is sent. If some goes and stands at an unknown place and someone asks, and he says, I'm the DC, the other will say, go do your work, don't show off. Now, if he has a gunman, or some other officer with him, that person goes and tells, brother, excuse us, DC sir is coming. Oh, DC sir has come, everyone will move away. Similarly, God himself left this undone, as everyone would have not believed. So he sent this servant to tell everyone that move aside, this is God, that this is that God, and everyone will have to believe, because this is God. Now see, this inversely hanging world tree, see its full diagram properly, now god has told us this portion please see here which is visible above the ground this portion it has been called as akshar purush ek Peed hai so akshar purush is the trunk and akshar purush is its branch jyot niranjan and tino dev shakha hai bhai pat we are here the ones who do Hat Yog and other fake obeisance, what misfortune would they face? They do greater heaven Brahmlok and then they come back in 84 lakh life forms. Similarly, they are telling about God that the one who knows about God and is enlightened will be difficult to be found even among millions. Arabo me koi gark hai re. Gark means completely the one who knows the complete knowledge and has the complete way of worship, has the blessings from complete God, and has the complete way of worship, has the orders to give the initiation. The one who has all these is a gark, meaning saturated with knowledge. You will find only one in billion gurus. And what are the characteristics of a true guru? Guru must be complete, and aware about all the holy scriptures respected garibdas ji has said while giving the identity of a complete guru sat gun ke lakshan kahun, madurai binod char ved sat shastra wo athara bod. one special characteristic of a true Guru will be that, that he will be a great saint, complete saint, who will be aware about all the holy scriptures. Then, Satpurush Jinijaniya Satguru Tiska Naam, the one who is aware about Supreme God, is the true Guru. Kabir God has ordered that. The one who will be complete saint, will complete the process of giving initiation in three parts. And these fake gurus wrap up the initiation by just giving it once. They don't possess anything. It is written in Holy Kabir Sagar that this process of giving initiation gets completed in three times. The first mantra is given with a drinkable item converted into nectar. And by soul, second time the satnam is given after verifying your determination and devoutness. Then determination and devoutness of satnam is checked with a thermometer. After that, sarnam is given, and then only it will work. Otherwise, it won't. So the process is completed in three parts. It is said in Gita chapter 17, verse 23: Om tat sat iti Nirdeshah Brahmane Brahmane means Satchadanan Ghan Brahman, that is Paramakshar Brahman, Uttam Purushtu Anya. Which is the mantra to attain this? To go to eternal place, to acquire a place in such a khand, To get salvation from birth and death, it is said in Gita chapter 7, verse 23. Om Tat Sat iti nirdeshaha Brahmanaha. Trivadaha smritaha. Aha That Satchidanand Brahmane means Satchidanand Ghan Brahma. To attain that Paramakshar Brahma, to attain that eternal God, there is the order of three mantras and nothing else. It is said in Srimad Bhagavad Gita, chapter number 17, verse 23. See here in 23. It is here, om tat sat, iti nirdeshah, brahmanah, trividah, smritah, brahmanah, ten vedah, cha yajyah, cha vihitah, pura om, om, tat, tat, sat, sat, iti, meaning, yeh, that is here, trividah means of three types, brahmane means of sachdanand ghan brahm, oh, brahmane means sachidanand ghan here they have translated correctly it is the same now pious souls with this chapter 17 verse 23 of gita ji this concept has become clear that there is some sachidanand ghan brahma who is the other giver of knowledge of gita supreme power and its mantra is of three mantra, Tom, Tatsat. These are the three mantras. So from our Holy Gita, we get this one thing as to which obeisance is to be done. From chanting, which mantras we can attain salvation. Other than this, any mantras that we chant, Sitaram, Sham, any mantra that we chant will not lead us to salvation. So, for that, which are those mantras? This Om Tat Sat. Om is for Akshar Purush. Tat is for Akshar Purush. Tat is coded. Om is as it is. And Sat two is coded. Sat too is coded and it is for Paramakshar Brahma. This Tat and Sat are hints and this complete God Kabir Dev, Paramakshar Brahma himself, came and told us. Soham Sohamishabadehamajamelay Sarishabadeham Gupta Chapai. It is said that you will not find this word Soham in any holy scripture. This mantra is not there even in the script that you write consisting fifty-two letters. Soham mantra is not there, and I bought this Soham word in the world and kept sar word a secret. Gupta Chopai. Nama chhipa om tari pichhe so ham bhed vichari shabad paya jab loi gaman hoi Now which mantra did Nanak ji used to chant? He used to chant a mantra comprising two mantras. See here which mantras Nanak ji used to chant? Let us give a little hint. This is Sabato baddi bhai baale wali sakhi Dr. Jawahar Singh Kirpal Singh and Company. This is Janamsakhi, is the greatest and most ancient one of all the printed ones. Bhai Ballewali Janamsakhi, Sri Guru Nanak Dev Ji's, includes complete details of all five sahibs and thus Guru's life history. Publisher is Dr. Jivan Singh, Kirpal Singh and Company. This is Pustaka Wali Gali, number 8, Bhag Ramanand, Amritsar. Now, in this, let me show you here Samundar Di Sakhi. This is page 547. Samundar Di Sakhi, and we will read from here Bala Sindhu Vach Bala Ji, just like the conversation that took place between respected Dharam Das sahib ji and god kabir everything the verses he said the conversation he had his glory he had witnessed was recorded and written in the kabir Vani kabir sagar similarly whatever bhai balaji whatever mardana ji saw whatever balaji saw they lived with Guru Nanak sahib ji and whichever spectacles they witnessed everything they saw it is portrayed there and then Guru Angad Dev Ji got it written down. So now see what is being told Bala Sindhu Vach. Therefore O Guru Angad Dev Ji, when Guru Nanak ji from Ajit, from Ajit Vidha Hoe, then Mardana said that true Lord, we have seen the sea but, but did not see Lanka where Ramchandra had gone for a war. Then Guruji said, I don't want to make you feel sad, so close your eyes. When we opened our eyes, that is closing your eyes and then opened them, we were standing at the seashore. Guruji said, Bala and Mardana, follow me and keep chanting Vaheguru, Vaheguru from your mouth. So Guruji started walking on the sea, in the front, just like he was walking on land, and Bala and Mardana followed him. They both went behind him. Mardana thought that Guruji, Guru Nanak Dev Ji is chanting Om Soham, so even Mardana started chanting, Om Soham, and started drowning. Then Guruji saw that Mardana is drowning. Then Guruji said, Mardana, you should not pay attention to what Guruji is doing. You should obey his words, and you should start chanting what I asked you to. Then Mardana started chanting, Vaheguru, Vaheguru, Again, and he once again started walking on the water. Napai souls, a guru who can tell the secret of two mantras he is said to be complete. Je padhya pandit bin akhar bin nama, Oye nanak ek lakhaye jekar sat samava. Now what was the reason? Now what is the reason why respected Nanak Dev Sahib Ji did not allow Mardana Ji? He refused, Mardana Ji, because if this mantra, it was to be kept a secret as per the orders of God. This Satnam is not to be told to anyone, and because of this, he gave this blow, and it was to be exposed at the same time, so that we come to know that he attained salvation by chanting this mantra, and it was not to be given to. <speaking> It is said that no one knows spiritual knowledge, but only money. These people are limited to performing Katha and getting paid for it. Everything is happening only for money. Paise And the one who knows this knowledge, this spiritual knowledge which I am telling you will not be able to find in anyone from 10 million souls and humans, arboon mein koi In billions, oy So virtuous souls, Presently the total human population of the world is approximately little above 7 billion. And amongst those 7 billion, minimum 1 billion will be the followers of this path in many villages and many homes. So today in this world, in the 21 universes, there is no one other than this servant who has the spiritual knowledge. So see how lucky you people are. Feel proud of your destiny and thank that Supreme God who has given you birth in this time. Blessed are your mother and father who have given birth to you and take full advantage of it. None of these Kabir Panthis have knowledge nor Garib Das Panthis have the knowledge about all these mantras or these mool mantra which are in Veda or Gita tell us about true obeisance. Even our religious preachers have no knowledge about it. So, this mercy has been showered upon this servant that entire human race will have to do same obeisance to attain salvation. Yes, there are other religious books which have information about God, but they do not have whole or the complete knowledge of the complete method of worship. It is not there. So, incomplete is incomplete, until you find the complete one, like you want to make a call and there is one number missing, which you are not aware. Where will it go? It is incomplete. Similarly, incomplete thing is incomplete and it is useless. So, the complete spiritual knowledge, complete method of worship, that means complete spiritual knowledge and complete way of worship was written already in suksham ved but no one could understand that so now this servant has been bestowed with that vision by god that those mantras have been disclosed to you and you are seeing that how many benefits are arising from it how many disciples sufferings are coming to an end and attaining salvation is guaranteed too because this knowledge is given by God. So pious souls, if you want eternal peace, if you want all your sins to be destroyed, then take refuge of Paramakshabrahm, and for that search for an enlightened saint. So that enlightened saint is this Rampal Das at Satlok Ashram Barwala district, Hisar in Haryana in India. So pious souls, it is the servant's request that this true obeisance is available with this servant. You will never suffer from miseries, God will always be with you, that Allahu Akbar obeisance, he himself came and told about, that knowledge is available with this servant, acquire it and get your well-being done. <laughs>